But around like, yeah, right there. Okay, so maybe Perfect. yeah, around there. Right there is great. Right. Yeah. My spikes are still smaller than yours, but. Well, that's not the only thing smaller than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you saw that coming. All right, brother, cheers. Uh, cheers, yeah. Get this one started off well. Yeah. Are we on right now? We're going? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like that. doesn't have to be any big intro. Cool. But I do have a question for you, Elliot. Okay. Yeah. So, what is tree planting? <laughs> Starting out broad, <laughs> <laughs> what is tree planting um well it's a job for people that don't know i guess mm-hmm. um what is tree, tree planting it's a it's a battle i'd <laughs> say it's a yeah just a battle of your mind a battle of your body uh but also a, but a party <laughs> yeah a rave lucrative uh enlightening yeah nice uh, awesome and how long have you been doing it uh three years i've just finished three years and how did the covid summer compare to your previous uh covid summer it it was surprisingly similar like uh mm-hmm. i figured there'd be more restrictions on camp life and i guess i guess you call it like the the subculture of yeah. like of planting um and yeah it was everything was pretty pretty loose like they tried (laughs) they did they tried but like you you get out there and you realize that uh, there's not really much you can do right (laughs) oh i mean after like after our first two weeks my first season obviously was the covid summer and it seemed like that first two weeks they were really trying to hold it together like do you i remember when all the rookies arrived because i got there early right and then all of them came yeah. and then we had to like we had one night where it was just like free for all like everybody fucking talking and then i think they which realized, was like the first night yeah like, and then they realized great. like oh wait i think we need to like rein it in a little bit yeah. and then it was like stay with your pod or stay with your crew right which and i feel like that worked for like planting days but then on your day off like, yeah yeah not really 80 people all drinking do you think together. though did that impact like did we have more like internal like crew bonding because of that like do you think it played a role at all or is it just the same? um and it might have a little bit yeah like this year our crew is definitely um closer knit than, than yeah. our past years but it could have been that just from the beginning um like being sort of more forced or mm-hmm. having that as like your easy option is to hang out with people in your crew and yeah. not feel like you're breaking the rules but no i i think i think at the same time like um this year everybody was like of a similar like age and mindset mm-hmm. more so than past years and, interesting yeah um i don't know kind of all seemed like we were in the same place in life mm. c- compared to do you to we, have you years. had like people that are in completely different stages of you yeah a bit like we've had some older people um um yeah i i don't know i yeah we in past years we've had like a little bit of like um it's like detachment from people like there'd be like we had people in our um in our crew that were like really really good planters but would go to bed at 7 p.m every night wouldn't really come out on nights Uh off or anything like that and i feel i felt like that maybe 
mm. made it so the crew wasn't as tightly bonded because I feel like those nights off when <laughs> everybody's out together. Out and rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that brings you close oh, as, a, totally. as a crew. Yeah. And yeah, also, like, I think I think I saw at, like, at one point or another, I saw at least, I saw everybody on our crew like black the fuck out <laughs> or, or at least like get incredibly intoxicated or like yeah. you know and that does bind you like there's a reason they do that shit in frats right like yeah, yeah. binds up, binds you i saw a picture human posted of mark <laughs> and it's like two pictures one is um nick just like passed out on mark at the fire at like 5 a.m in the morning <laughs> like the only two people left at the fire and then the next picture is mark like holding nick <laughs> on his back like carrying him back <laughs> to his tent <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I I don't think, back to your question, like, I don't think that restricting, um, I, I don't think you can really restrict people from yeah. letting loose on nights off or I think everybody would just kind of go, kind of right. go crazy and the morale of the whole camp would be yeah. low. Nobody would really like what they're doing. Like, the it would be interesting. Like, I'd event. like to do an experiment to see if it's actually possible <laughs> to do tree bonding without getting, like, absolutely obliterated. But, yeah, so there are the, all people. I mean, motels, I know there are people. People in the motels, right. I guess, maybe kind of had that more. Yeah, um, they were, like, strict pretty, lockdown. Yeah, like, security they guards outside. Yeah, they couldn't go to each other's rooms or yeah. all that. I'm, yeah, I'm so happy we're... It's funny to say, but, like, I'm happy we were living outside for three months. Like, I didn't think I would ever be in that situation <laughs> where I'm like, that God, we're out bush. But... Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, for me, it was like, yeah, you have a good way of putting it. Well, it's like a summer camp, a music festival, and like the army, like, yeah. rolled into one, which is like pretty apt, I would say, like, for my yeah. rookie year, look outside looking in. Like, I think, especially on, on John's crew as well, like, yeah. it's the very, like, <laughs> yeah. do yeah. it like this, or like, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Like, I, oh, strict, man, so. I love how our, like, our relationship, or at least, like, our rookie, the rookie's relationship with John changed, like, through the course of the yeah. year. Because <laughs> now he's just such a homie. Like, before, I, I was just, like, always so, slightly fucking terrified. <laughs> but, like, he's just, like, the nicest fucking guy. Yeah. Like, he's, and he knows how to make you good at planting. Yeah, just, like, definitely. That's a crazy skill set. Yeah. And he's, like, doing it in this weird, like, voodoo way. It was, like, <laughs> The force <laughs> will like make you a better planter, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like not ever yelling, not ever like screaming, just gets that disappointed parent look yeah. in his eye. And yeah, no, it doesn't really say much to you. It's just all just no. like you sort of read his emotions. Yeah, and yeah. Vibes you, and you know, know if you're doing something well or not. For well. sure. Yeah. But yeah. No, when he's like on the, the red word bulls. to word spoke word to word spoken like interaction is yeah. very, very little. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's cool that you can have someone that can say so much with so little though. Yeah, like that's definitely yeah. something I appreciate, especially in leaders. Like yeah. I don't know about you, I've had like whether it's sports coaches or management in jobs, like fucking people that just all they do is talk and they don't actually like back it up with anything or they don't yeah, prove yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. in a way that like oh yeah this guy I can take him for real but like john is someone who you just like he's the dude that <laughs> he's just like where's john <laughs> like we got a heavy ass shit we need to move we got like an impossible task we need to do where's john alanga like yeah get him yeah. out here like i like i like very commendable dude yeah. for that definitely and yeah like, we're pretty lucky like yeah. yeah yeah having the absolute best planter in the company like one of the longest planting planters in the company yeah start off like that i think you're you're very lucky. and he's yeah but he's still an enigma he's still like yeah. i have no idea apparently he uh he texted that group message right the ruin uh mm. the other day and he's apparently he's brushing up somewhere in mm. bc now like 
yeah, still Felix doesn't stop well. working. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, he shit. I didn't know that. Too. Nice. That's sick. Yeah. Got fucking sore out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hips and those hips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruce was telling us all about that. Yeah. 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 I, could, I, might, I might try next year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like tending a forest, right? Like, yeah. you just got to get all the shit that is going to steal yeah, all the nutrients all out. The, the new aspen, mm-hmm. everything that's growing up. You just cut it. But it's also nice because you can just like elongate your EI because it's still a seasonal <laughs> job. <drum>. It's, <laughs> it's like at first I was thinking like, oh, I feel like you're working already. Like you're going to lose your EI. But then now you just keep your EI because once that's it over, just rolls over, just go right back on you. Because it's still like seasonal. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Which is better than if you go and get a regular job and then your EI is done. Kind of yeah, screwed. Exactly. Yeah. I still haven't. Well, I need to. Uh, there was all this bullshit with my <laughs> work permit. Like I. I applied for it. I got it accepted and everything, but <clears throat> I didn't put the right address on it. I left my house number off it for some reason. I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I never actually got the physical document. Uh, so I had to, uh, did, like, I had to like reapply for a copy of it and like do all this bullshit. So I just got my SIN number, or I'm going to get my SIN number renewed soon. So hopefully I can get that ball rolling. But yeah. I'm also like, yeah, it's weird, dude. It's been weird coming back. Like I feel like now I can step back and like look at like my mindset and like the week after two weeks after coming back where i was just like i didn't realize it at the time because you're just kind of like doing what you're doing yeah. but you're i was fucking frazzled <laughs> i was just like Woo! like <laughs> i don't know it's still like it's definitely something that as i'm like removed from it now in time like i can see I'm, i was a bit like taken aback by yeah being in society again you, did you feel for a sure noticeable difference like now now back? i'm feeling like it's just like the balance between I feel myself wanting to like almost like worry more or like wanting myself to, yeah, I just like, I feel like my mind is a lot, a little bit more hyperactive now. Like, cause I'm not had that sole focus of just like wake up, plant trees, go to bed, wake up, plant trees, go to bed. Just one thing you need to worry about. One thing. Yeah. And that, that's been definitely kind of weird to get used to. Another thing that was fucking, sorry, another thing that was really weird to get used to was like the amount of. Bro, I've been going to East Hastings a few times, like, relatively regularly just because my boxing gym is down there. And so I'm, like, immersed in that for at least, like, I don't know, half an hour or so every day, just, like, going to and from. And, like, you just can't, I can't help but, like, feel like it's the goddamn apocalypse every (laughs) single time I'm down there. And also I'm, like, these people could come tree planting. Like, some (laughs) of them could actually do it. But it's, like, it's been, it was sad. It was, like, hard for me to get used to, like, because you have to, re, like, re-getting, re-get used to, like, being desensitized to, like, people's suffering, you know? Like, yeah. you pause those people in the street and he says things, like, all of them are, like, hurt in some way. They've got, like, an, whether it's physically hurt or emotionally hurt, like, something's fucked up. And, like, ha- having come from a place where it's, like, the same hundred people, where you're, like, pretty intimately connected with everybody, like, our crew was definitely the, the deeper connections, but... If you saw so someone on the yeah. on the bush road that was just like hovered, hovered and like passed out in a yeah, cash cr- tarp, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or crying or whatever, and you would stop and you'd be yeah. like, "Yo, what's wrong?" Like, yeah. what? But like here, I come back and I'm like, I have to just fucking keep walking because then I yeah. look a block ahead of me and there's like 50 more people that are in worse shape than the person I just saw. Yeah. Like I saw an interesting article, like a National Geographic article, written. Um, 
by a homeless man mm. that talked about just sort of what you're saying. You, most people just walk by everybody and you don't even acknowledge, right? Like it, mm. there's just so much to even like, pro- like how could In you, ha- how could you help that person? Yeah. Right? Like, but he was saying that he really appreciates at least like eye contact, eye contact and like letting you know that you at least like acknowledge that person totally. rather than to just go by with a, with a blank stare. Totally. Dude. Yeah. I actually just cool. had a like conversation with a dude on the bus who, I don't think he was, I don't think he was homeless. He was just like, maybe he looked down on his luck. He was telling me he's been unemployed for like the last few months. He's a landscaper. So he was mm-hmm. like talking to me about, like I was telling him, oh yeah, I just got back from like BC. We were up Quinnell, a lot of these places, like tree planting. And he's like, oh, I got a couple buddies to do that. Like looks like good money, la da da. But like before that, and he, I mean, he was a little bit drunk. So like, I get it. <laughs> but like this, he like tries to start a conversation with these two girls that were like right next to me or, or sorry, right across from me. And they just like blanked him. I don't know if they just didn't hear him, but it was literally like they, he didn't exist. And I was just like, oh, damn, that was kind of cold. And I was just like in my headphones, like observing everything. And I think he could like pick up on the fact that I was like, wow, <laughs> that was kind of savage. <laughs> so he, yeah, he just started a conversation with me. But then like, yeah, then we started talking about like his boss who had recently passed away. But he it sounded like he just needed to like talk about it with somebody like yeah. It's it, another thing that this pandemic has definitely taken away. Like, not that I was starting random conversations with people all the time, but I feel like it happened way more. Like, now it, people were wary of each other just being in the city and stuff anyway mm-hmm. on the bus. But, like, I would get in a random conversation, like, once a week, probably, like, if I was regularly going downtown. But now I just don't think it's... I don't know. I think it's different. Yeah, I, def- I think my in my past two years coming back to a city was like very culture shocked by Mm. just the amount of people. And also I think at the end of a planting season, you you come back and you're kind of just ready to go out and talk to it or like whoever and like really just like fuck shit up or (laughs) whatever, you know, just pursue random things that come as they come. Yeah. Um, But this year I I think my, my culture shock was a, a bit less just because there mm. weren't so many people out and mm. it was also it felt harder to feel that same freeness that i would yeah. usually get for like a month after coming back like still feeling free and feeling right, like right. i could do i could do whatever i want but yeah. this year everybody is sort of tamed s- tamed down yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's been strange like i don't know I don't know where we're going to go. I, I, obviously, we're, we're adaptable species, and, like, this shit is not going to be the end of humanity, but I don't know what the fucking world's going to look like after this. Like, yeah. it's going to be a different place, like, completely different place. Like, it's it's almost like we were, we, were <laughs> we were taking all that shit we could do whenever, whenever we wanted. We could hang out with however many people we wanted to, <laughs> have parties, like like we took that all such for granted right it's yeah. like when you have a loss of something so when you uh when you can appreciate it again it's like it's difficult now to kind of get your head around that especially i think because we've had that three month period where we didn't deal with that really you know yeah. like we were kind of oblivious to it and we're just living our lives as we would normally but yeah, yeah. and we were so lucky to to be able to do that uh, just to have completely normal life literally i think we yeah we've might be might have been in like the best population of yeah corona times yeah like i don't well who else would have it as good jeff bezos who's just like a <laughs> dragon who's just like give me the world like just yeah. like increases net worth like 30 billion dollars or whatever yeah. but i'm a little worried about that too just the whole i'm a little what's bit what's happened to yeah, like, like like 
what's effect on big business and the economy yeah. and everything. Yeah. And if there is like, cor- uh, I, this is maybe an unpopular view on everything, which I've tr- I tried. Just go for it. Send it. Send it. I've talked to people way. about it and it's not usually received that well. And I don't, I don't, I'm not like a big, like, I don't really, I don't think it's a hoax or anything like that, but I, I do feel like there's some underlying agenda ploy and agenda that's going on by like wealthy people or people mm. with power or any well it's know, like news. any any crisis i think people are going to take advantage of it right, right. and like now especially a- amazon is kind of like the king of corona like no right. one's leaving their house How, they still buying shit they still need household appliances or whatever where are you gonna get that shit you're gonna get it online like it's created it has it's like any challenge it's created avenues but I think it's going to take a long time for all of those things to actually like, um, you know, like come to light. And now we're, we're in this weird phase where it's just like we're in this transition period where there's like, well, none of the shit that we can do, like we can't do any shit we used to do. Like, oh, right. you know, 80 percent of jobs, service jobs, like, what, yeah, how yeah. are you going to do a service job now? Yeah. Like they're gone. So, yeah, I'm hoping I agree. It does feel also like it's it just feels a little bit like blown up to me like it, and it feels blown up in a way that's kind of manipulating the population a little mm. bit in, in my in my opinion mm-hmm. but yeah I, I also just think it's for me like going on with my everyday life i i try not to like restrict myself too much right like of course be well, smart like, about it and we are we are not the demographic that are actually gonna get killed by this right we're just the demographic that's gonna spread it around right. which is like sucks because it feels like yeah why do i need to like do this bullshit like why do i have to not see my friends or whatever because i'm gonna be fine but it's like it's just the risk of like that transmission yeah. and i i don't know i which I, is also yeah something i wouldn't want to be responsible for right yeah you don't want to kill someone yeah. the grandparent yeah. like but it's just so hard to like i i don't know we also do need like what i always think about is like it's a utility thing right like the amount of death and the amount of money that Corona is costing the world just in terms of like human like suffering and like healthcare. That's gotta be offset by like four months of like economics recession, right? Like that's gotta be a lot more. And I know that's fucked up to say because it's like, but at some point you do kind of need to make a value judgment of being like, okay, like uh, we've done what we can at this point. What can we do? What can we do other than say like, if you're immune compromised, stay home if you're old stay home everyone else like do your thing like don't talk to each other too much or you know socially yeah. distance but like ah i don't know i don't know i don't know if it'll ever like there's obviously a lot of different places that are taking it in a lot of different ways like strict yeah. to non-strict at all someplace i was just watching this video on yemen how like you know, yemen everyone's like there's no coronavirus here we don't have it <laughs> <laughs> it's in every other country but it's not in yemen i don't know uh but it's just because like there's just that country is so fucked already by famine and genocide and war and they don't have like the time the bandwidth to like be like oh yeah corona too right like it's such a small part of their problem and it was like uh yeah it reminds me of uh like i think i saw a facebook post it was like if you're born in 1900 you witnessed like first world war like great depression world war ii vietnam war korean war yeah, like right yeah. like spanish flu like all of these things so you 
if we think of world ending now, like imagine what they thought, and like that was just right. the beginning of our civilization as we know it. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I still I want you to watch that, um, that movie, The Great Hack. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's that's kind of what makes me a bit skeptical of the sure. of the scale of all of it. Just well, it is scary that they the they, immense control that yeah. the internet and news sources have over like mm. public perception of what's what's actually going on. Totally, and what's not totally, and it is it is scary because you know, like fear mongering is a business. Like you can if you can control people's behavior, you can kind of control like the world right like it's obviously a a weird thing that people see in a like a disadvantaged civilization and then they're like oh we can capitalize on this like we can roll this out we can take this freedom away we can do that and i yeah i I don't want to live in a place like communist china or not communist yeah communist china like where it's the government has this weird like invisible hand over control ever over everybody's lives you know through just manipulating social media they have that social credit system they have all of these things that are just there to like keep their people in check right yeah. and like we are thankfully in a place canada u.s like i lived in england obviously before this and you don't have to worry about that yeah yeah i actually had, I had a really interesting conversation with uh my landlord mm-hmm. um who's from china mm-hmm. um i had to I ended up getting roped into like helping her with a U-Haul and move all these old washers and refrigerators and How microwaves. Did you, why did you do that? Because um, one of my other roommates was supposed to help her, but he was feeling sick, so uh, he kind of divulged it off on me. <laughs> but <laughs> I ended up talking about like China and politics and the government and like wh- what she thought of it all. And uh. I, I I'd never known that China is like um, I think it's like fifty six separate nations in China. Hmm. Um, sort of like broken up, like kind of like the states. Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, and each nation has like their own, almost like political power, like substructure of government mm-hmm. from like the main government. Um, and she was saying that like ninety-five percent of all of all people in China were from like this one nation or hmm. almost like uh, culture, I, I guess. Right. Um, and she said uh, most of the other nations were kind of just there for like tourism opportunities and and stuff like that um hmm. and i asked her like what she thought of the whole like government um and just like yeah how like cuz i don't know it's perceived here i find a lot as like like not Scary. necessarily the greatest thing right um and she was saying that she actually like loved it and she thought that if you looked at china like 20 years ago um like they weren't really up there in terms of like a a big topic of discussion in the world no. and like a superpower and all this and how quickly they've advanced she thought had all been because of like the communist mm-hmm. regime that um has gone on and she was saying like how hard it was it would be for somebody to control like such a big place like that and she thought that like it's not going to be done so like perfect right but right. he she thought that um i don't even know who's in charge of china but the the communist CCP, lead, chinese communist party yeah. um was actually doing like a pretty good job considering like yeah their new advancements in the world and how powerful they are yeah i've heard that i've heard like i've had a few conversations with chinese like international students 
uh, in like philosophy debate, they're not debate discussion classes or whatever. And yeah, I've, I've talked to them about like what they think. And uh, yeah, you get like a interesting mix, especially like the, a lot of the Hong Kongers are obviously stu- super staunchly against <coughs> Chinese communist politics, just like the amount of right. shit that the Chinese communist party has done with to Hong Kong, especially in the recent years. Um, but like, it's it's a weird. I understand it. Like, it is a fucking incredible feat to go from like like when like our parents were like around like seventies, eighties, like growing up, like instead of you know. Like, you got to eat all your food because, like, uh, there's a starving children in Africa. Like, right. there was actually a starving children in China. Like, there was, like, famines. There was, you know, dire, like, need of, like, big intervention. And they they did this incredible thing where they shifted all manufacturing to China. And it right. created this huge boom in economic, like, prosperity with, like, low class, middle Like, created a middle class. Like, it's yeah. incredible. But also, I found that a lot of them would it's it's i guess it's what we do too right when i talk about living in america and i love america and being american you overlook like the like what we america's as a state has done to the world right like right. china though it's a little bit more like black and white because they have like overt like take like the uyghur muslims that they're like putting in black site prisons and torturing and like slowly basically disappearing this whole race of people like that's not happening in the states it did happen for sure if you look at like civil rights right like Mm -hmm. jim crow like that was that shit was uh, definitely going on so maybe you could just say it's like a cultural evolution but there seems to be some insidious thing where like having this top-down control over a country as opposed to like a distributed control which is like supposed to be the united states like it just feels more nefarious and it feels like like especially this pandemic right like it feels like that it's there's a lot of benefit being that kind of like top-down control because you can like plan in Things advance get done quickly, way efficiently exactly yeah, it does yeah. feel more efficient it feels but also you you're sacri- you are sacrificing fundamentally right. like liberty like yeah. you have to and that is the trade-off it's like we need this like rational functioning society but we also need freedoms and yeah. it, we have to limit freedoms in order to pull that off right otherwise It'd just be bush camp everywhere, (laughs) 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 and that would be very good, right? You can't have an economic powerhouse as that, like in that world. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to think of it. Like, it, it does kind of terrify me that they're like putting all this money into like artificial intelligence and like the way that basically every business in China's like kind of an affiliate with the Chinese Communist Party. But I get, yeah, again, it's like I'm drawing parallels to the states too, right? There is like an influence, but it, it's like more divided, I think, like business and politics. Yeah. It's more like business feeds politics money to make shit happen as opposed to the government feeding business kind of ideas or whatever the yeah. way the Chinese Communist Party works. Yeah. I'm also like 80% talking out of my asshole, but because <laughs> I've never been to China. I've been to Hong Kong, but it's not the same place. So. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, a, yeah, I know everything about Chinese politics because I literally know nothing. Yeah, it was just, it was interesting to hear like a yeah, super inside. Good, good review. Yeah, from, yeah. From but also about. think about where Weiwei is coming from right, too, right? She's coming from a high class. Company, high class, wealthy, yeah. was able to leave, like comes to Canada, yeah. like, right? Like yeah. it's all from that perspective. It's always like, interesting to see. Like I would want to know 
maybe someone who like yeah like lower class who has somehow made it over here what yeah. they would think of it she was saying crazy things about um like even to get cars like mm-hmm. they limit cars so much uh in china like they basically if you want to drive a car it's, you don't get really in, it sounded like you don't get insurance but you buy a plate mm-hmm. so like in order to get a license plate you have to pay something like 40 to seventy thousand dollars to get just a license plate and then you can legally drive your car around um wow but then that becomes an issue right if you buy an electric car they give you the plate for free oh interesting Um, which was was a pretty cool thing yeah yeah that's that's again sounds like a great idea but also like you're limiting and then then like only the rich only rich people can get cars exactly yeah if you buy a seventy thousand dollar tesla you get a exactly Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it's all there's all these problems man. Yeah. yeah yeah she said the reason she moved to is um because of the education system and her kids and oh really just how outworked they were at such really? a young age she, she couldn't wow see that being healthy dude we, we watched this documentary in one of my classes in maybe third year i think it was like sports in childhood development or something but it was this video was all about these schools in china where like at various levels in China, you're given like aptitude tests sort of to like place where you should go. Like I think you have them like at steady intervals or whatever throughout Mm -hmm. um, schooling. And they had this school where like if you showed like promise in sport, that was where you went like at at a young age, age, like at like four, I'm telling like, and then you start like learning, maybe not four, maybe like eight. But then you start like learning in depth your sport, like sports physiology, like all of your schooling is surrounded by that thing. And you're training, whatever, powerlifting, swimming, badminton, like whatever you're doing, you're also doing that as you're coming up. And then there's like more and more of these selection processes to like produce these like super athletes. So it's like, it's this fascinating kind of like mix because we have this way of doing it here where, or in the US, where it's like, you know, high school, college sport kind of like, condenses that for you yeah and then like through whatever like tryouts and olympic competition and international competition you kind of like find who's the cream of the crop as opposed to like this like effort of like you know sorting people out at a young age and figuring out what you're good at like to me like would you would you like that imagine like you're like 10 or whatever and you have to take this test that's like gonna show you who you are and like what you're into what you're good at like it's going to tell you what you're good at yeah and then you just that's what you're doing like yeah. forever that's yeah, right it's way too early to to choose right. I don't, yeah even 22 right now i yeah it still could change yeah you know, like, yeah i i think that definitely having been yeah kind of raised in this this kind of society it feels i but i wonder if you just like because that's what you're like you just accept it right you're just like this is this is who i am this is what i do I wonder if you have that level of, or like that thought where you're like, maybe I don't want to do this. You know, maybe you convince yourself that like this is what you're doing because it's kind of like been set up for mm-hmm. you where it, like because it, like that that becomes natural to us because we're in like a Western society and it's like free thought. And I yeah, I also feel like it could, though, I feel like a lot of times people tend to like doing what they're good at. Right. right? And it it could make you just really good really at good something at from a young age that's the thing then like it could like work it, out yeah. really well yeah so yeah who's to say what works better i don't know yeah i have heard like horror stories of just like how much crazy work they have to do like yeah it's yeah. it's some wild actually like the education system in other countries like i remember 
when I was in India, um, like this kid was literally doing shit. Like I had just graduated high school and he was doing shit in like, like junior sophomore year of high school that I had like learned at the end of my degree or sorry, the end of my high schooling. Like they were at least two, three years ahead. Just like, yeah, which is crazy. Like that, and that was just like base, like, you know, what's called curriculum. Like that was just what they were learning. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like, the U.S., I mean, obviously, there's, like, some of the best schools and institutions in the world in the States, but also, like, public schooling-wise, I don't think it's anywhere That's near good. some of other countries, like, yeah. at, at all, like, at yeah. all. Vermont has good, uh, had really good public schools yeah. from what I th- what I think. I, I didn't, I don't think I knew a single kid from a private school in wow. Vermont. That's crazy. Um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, definitely. I, we, I remember looking at, uh, stats back in like middle school and high school and I think we're like number one or two really? or three public in education in the US public wow. education look at you that's pretty cool you know what I learned the other day about Vermont which is pretty cool apparently it used to be like a sovereign state before the hell yeah yeah before the <laughs> before the US like became a thing and in like 1790 something they were like okay we'll fucking join you guys yeah yeah interesting you guys were rebels for yeah day one rebel. I, wonder, uh, I, I just don't know <laughs> history very well but the green mountain boys i don't uh, who are the green mountain boys i don't know if that if that could have been the sovereign state or it might have been um gaining independence from britain uh, yeah britain maybe. i don't really know but it could have been what they were like about. a rebel group or something a rebel group a big rebel group interesting um, in the Green Mountains. Yeah. Green Mountain Boys. Mount Green up. Mountain We're going to go fuck shit up. Come on. <laughs> Hell yeah, bud. <laughs> Hell yeah, bud. Tap that tree. See that fucking syrup leaking out? Yeah. Don't waste a drop. <laughs> Is everyone in the maple syrup industry, dude? It just Caleb told me that his mom's doing maple syrup yeah. job. Your family's in yeah. the maple syrup business. Yeah, it's you drive around um, in the springtime and... Every drive, you it just smells like maple syrup. Yeah, almost. Like, <laughs> you basically, you, you know if somebody's maple maple sugaring because the process of maple making maple syrup is just boiling off water. So you have these huts uh-huh. and you're boiling off thousands and thousands of gallons of water. So you can look and you can see just Clouds. looks like a smoke, like a uh. big smokestack coming up. So you can drive around for like an hour and probably see like fifteen or twenty just like plumes. Yeah, plumes of. of Steam. Interesting. Yeah. That's wild. That's such a weird. Like, <laughs> obviously, it's normal to you, <laughs> but like, to me, it just seems so crazy. Like, that's how you make your money. It's like, yeah, maple syrup. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, really good. that's wild. There's a big um, heist. Did you ever hear about that? There's a no. maple syrup heist um, that happened in Quebec, where they really? ended up stealing like. A ridiculous, it was like thousands of tons, hundreds or thousands of tons of maple syrup, which is like between probably like 10 and $100 million. It was a huge, huge number of oh maple syrup that was stolen out of a warehouse using like semi-trucks. Um, I was talking to my welder about it, actually. He knew, he knew a lot about it. I ended up looking it all up and guys ended up getting caught like four or five years later, um, like 25 years 30 years in prison fucking hell for stealing maple syrup <laughs> jesus i mean i guess it's like if it's a t- 10 million dollars worth of maple syrup yeah, i mean what you the have fuck are they gonna do with it they have yeah, like a that's, dealer that's the thing i don't really know ship it to china ship it around the world wow. but you think that you have a like a 40 gallon drum of maple syrup that's worth like 
2000-something dollars wholesale. Damn. Which is in retail, it's maybe more like four or five thousand. So it's quite a bit for that's f- crazy. Forty gallons, yeah. <laughs> fifty gallons. Wow, I wonder. Uh, you must be like in the industry or something. Like I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to have a, a distribution for like, like right some type of end end plan. On yeah, that. or yeah. like an inside <laughs> job. Yeah, an inside man. That's like. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Wow. But it's a big, really big thing. The Quebecois yeah. maple syrup heist. Yeah. Come on, my friend. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, sound like Reno. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, lo- I love a fucking Quebecois accent. I'm just oh, yeah, saying one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to get me one too? Thank you. Yeah, I love that. I've like, learned to. Ah, uh, yeah, the Quebecois, like, vibe. I, it's so. It's cool, man. Like, especially that planting vibe, like, just kind of like the dirty hippie. Like, <laughs> so I feel like it's so independent from the yeah. rest of Canada. And it feels like, like the rest of North America. It feels completely foreign. Like, they literally feel like some new, like, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a new country. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and the accent. Dude, I think Charles' accent like, might be the <laughs> best I think I heard in all of, like, three planting camp. He had some good quotes. Oh, <laughs> the Jeez. trenches. What, something about the trenches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My foot is full fucking wet, man. I don't know. It, he yeah. was just like, yeah, he would kill me. He would just have the funniest, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cannot see over the trenches. <laughs> John, I cannot do it. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, it's such a coo- like cool mix. I don't know like how to describe the accent but yeah like american french i guess it's the best but still it's like its own still even very like laid back and like yeah slurred out yeah man (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 and so much slang i think that's the thing like that we probably haven't it sounds so crazy when they're talking like doesn't sound even doesn't sound like french right like they're like deep quebecois like fucking that does not sound like French to me. Yeah. Like I've heard plenty of French people talk. Because French seems more like articulate and like yeah. very like pointed, yeah, pointed articulation mm-hmm. on the on the word. Yeah, exactly. Like just like kind of sounds more refined. Yeah, yeah. It just definitely sounds like a little more back country. <laughs> like honestly, I think it's better than like actual French. Yeah, but yeah. I it'd be funny to. I would love to see people's reactions. Just like super stuck up. Parisian French people <laughs> like <laughs> go hang with Charles for a little bit. Like I wonder what they would make him yeah. make of him. I've had whole tree planting camps where Felix can understand a bit of French, but the whole entire camp just is full Quebecois. Mm-hmm. Wow! And just me and Felix are the only ones there that can't really. And you have no idea what the fuck's yeah. talking. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I've, I've been. It's always strange when you you're outnumbered, right? Mm-hmm. Like kind of makes you feel like how like i guess this was know. outnumbered like 50 to 2 then so wow <laughs> yeah see then you have no <laughs> chance it's funny it's still funny like just the way they talk and yeah yeah and yeah totally and then you can kind of like like if you're around it you're like oh actually i fucking i know what he's talking about <laughs> like you don't actually know but or you kind of do like you maybe hear you one word something. that's like yeah like similar to english and then you're like you just see their body language <laughs> and whatever and it's like uh-huh. like i don't know <laughs> you just tell like immediately like oh they're talking shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love that I, I think like yeah it's an important lesson to know it's like 80% of communication is nonverbal. Like, even if you don't speak the same language, it yeah. doesn't mean you can't communicate, you yeah. know? Like, ah, that's... that's we had this w- <laughs> one guy, uh, Marco. I could... 
really like, I mean, I can't really understand when they're speaking French at all. But he would make me laugh so hard, and I couldn't, I couldn't understand anything he was saying. But like him telling stories, or he'd made this one girl like pee in her pants like four or five times. Oh my god! Just from laughing <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, he was a super funny guy. Slacklined. I have a video of him. We'd all like in between um, like days off or whatnot. You go into town. Mm-hmm. So we'd always go into town together, and uh, he'd set up a big slack line, and he'd be out there, and he's like really good at harmonica, <laughs> and he'd have like this group of maybe like five, ten people, like little kids, families. Wow. He'd be up there on the slack line. He'd have like a cigarette lit and a <laughs> beer in his hand. He'd be like playing the harmonica on the slack line, like full show. Like people loved it. So oh, much. that's sick. He was a guy that. Um, he was one of the first people I met in tree planting, and one of the first things he told me was about his record of uh, drinking beers on a slack line. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, man, like my record, like eight beers, eight <laughs> beers on a slack line without falling off, like straight, like straight." So it, it, we'd we'd be hanging out, he'd just be like standing on the slack line talking for forty five minutes, an hour. That's like, crazy. Hey, can you bring me another beer? Hey, can you bring me another beer? <laughs> I think we got to like six. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> yeah that's such a it's a it's such a cool like hobby or whatever sport whatever you want to call it like it just seems to because it just draws eyes like it's just like what the fuck yeah. is that person doing <laughs> like they're in a tree they're like they look like they're homeless but now they're walking on this yeah. tightrope like especially wow. old people too i find old people mm. are just like amazed like, yeah they love it they're like reliving their youth <laughs> they're all, like yeah. excited they're like jumping up and down like, explaining things that they used to do when they were young and oh it's so cool yeah. like i feel like the best the best interactions i have are with older people yeah yeah. Slack yeah interesting yeah i mean I, it's kind of an odd thing like i I feel like i only i'm kind of used to seeing it because it was i don't even know like do you think like most people our age know what slacklining is probably right yeah i would think probably yeah. just because the internet and stuff but it's still not that big so no right like yeah yeah, yeah. when did you start doing it like the first year of uni? Mm. Yeah, Cougar. Cougar had a line. Ah. <coughs> um, Famous Cougar. Just had in the, in the backyard. But that was second year. So me, Gorka, Jack, Oh, and right. I remember that. We all learned at the same time. At that house. Like the South Granville house. Yeah. yeah Straight up that. competition from the beginning. Like really? <laughs> <laughs> so you all started at the same time? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's exact crazy. same time, yeah. Uh, have you been highlining recently? Um... Not in the past two weeks, maybe. Okay. But the last one I did was the Chief. Oh yeah, uh, which is just crazy. Uh, that must have been bananas. Dude. Probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, the Chief. How do you know how tall the Chief is? Um, I guess this face was like four hundred fifty or five hundred meters, like just straight. Oh face my god! Down. And it wasn't dude. even straight. It was like undercut. So like you go out to the end, and it's not like you can the cliff is like undercut below you right so it's really it's just straight it's a down. drop holy shit yeah and you have to like scary. go out there and you're like i'm so afraid of heights first of all man i was just shitting my pants how are you doing holy this if you're shit. afraid of heights dude <laughs> and i was Does the make first sense? one to go on it because jack one was like oh no i'll just like smoke a smoke you a cigarette chill. i'll chill I'm yeah like, I, gotta, I gotta roll my cigarette i want to enjoy it yeah and it's like oh fuck all right here we go fuck. but yeah you just like shimmy out to that like i i can't if i go on a hike or something like i can't 
stand out to the edge of the cliff. I can't put my feet over the edge. I have to stay like I'm not as bad as Sarov, but I have to like keep like what what uh, keep like I feel like a I'm meter or two between me and the edge of the cliff. But like, what is it like? Like, why you just physically feel like you I don't want to? It's because I don't want to die, and I get like I get so nervous uh-huh. that I feel like. I'm just like you're just gonna jump. I'm not like calm. Ab- <laughs> I'm not calm about it, right? It's like if I'm calm and like confident in what I'm doing, yeah. I'd feel less afraid. But I'm not calm or confident mm. at all. So it's just like I don't feel confident in myself to like yeah okay stay there and not slip off the edge of the cliff. But you ever had that little like tiny little voice in the back of your head that just like I wonder what it'd be like if you just jump. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. that tiny little. Vo- it's so yeah. weird. Why yeah, is it like is. why is that there? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You'd think, yeah, like, evolution would just, like, kill that, you know? Like, yeah. But I guess maybe if that's just, like, the risk-taking point of our head, like, mm-hmm. or just because you know it's so ridiculous, so your brain just, like, goes there because it's just, like, easy jump, like, easy thought yeah. to make. And it is really terrifying when it's literally, like, wow, literally all I have to do is, like, step that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that would be done. Like, everything would be done. Like Even that. I get that driving sometimes. Oh, I hate that. Dude, I would get that a lot on a, on a bridge. Like, when I was first learning to drive, like, whenever I would go over to bridges, I would just hate it. I would just be, like, white-knuckling, <laughs> like, <laughs> a fucking driving wheel, steering wheel, just, like, oh, my God. Like, and then it really, like, you start thinking about it. You're, like, I'm in a box of metal. We're all going, like, 80 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> but it's, not, it's just that, like, what if I just crank the wheel as hard as I could for one second? Totally. It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. like, the social, uh, it's, like, you're, you're looking at the social uh, contract, right? Yeah. Like, you're in a call like that. You're, like... I won't fuck you up. You don't fuck me up. Like yeah, that's how we, yeah. that's how we operate. Like kind of need. Yeah. But yeah, when you're first learning, like, Oh my God. But so once you, did you like get over that? Like, like the initial, like it, freak out. It definitely helped a lot. Like I, I was, I've never been so scared. Like leg shaking. Like, Whoa. So yeah, you basically like shimmy out to the edge of the cliff and then you have to tie yourself in the line, but you tie yourself into like a leash and a harness. You tie yourself? You don't clip yourself? You tie yourself. So basically, there's like a, um, a safety little leash that you have. It's just like a little piece of like rope. But still, like if you fell on that, you just smash your head on the cliff. Like you'd be pretty <laughs> fucked still. So you know, get out there and then you have to have the leash like as long as your leg. But the problem is like the anchor is longer than your leg. So you have to like actually get out and like sit on the line, like barely tied in. Like mm just looking straight down at like oblivion like trying to tie yourself tie your in. Shit in and then once you tie yourself in you're like okay now i have to like get out a bit on the line so you like have to go like belly first and like hug the line and then shimmy out maybe like five ten meters before you can actually like sit on the line and stand up and then yeah and then so once you're tied in and everything and you're out there like then can you just kind of forget about it? No, no, man. I You're still like, <laughs> like, and you fell a bunch of time. Uh, yeah, I probably fell five or six times, and like Jesus first time Christ, falling, dude. like just scream of like terror. Like, yeah, just like you have no control over it. Just yeah, kinda, yeah, it yeah. just comes out of you. Totally, like, absolutely like, terrified yeah. scream. But yeah, I was. I've never been more happy in my life to get off of a slack line like i was so excited <laughs> so how many times did you do it like how many uh, times did i did try? that line twice i ended up walking the whole thing there and back both times but with, jesus with a couple falls ah, but then the next day went over to like a beautiful line like right over a, a river the chief line was maybe like 80 meters this this one was i think like 50 or 55 and like long you're saying yeah, yeah. long and um 
just like the easiest thing ever. Like yeah. Now you're nice, golden. comfortable. And the sign was still maybe like 20 meters, 30 meters up. Yeah. But Damn. Just nothing. Nothing. Just yeah. Felt amazing. Could like cross, walk there and back, there and back like without falling. Like wow. That must, yeah, you must have gotten some crazy like adrenaline dump. Like yeah. when you. And like eventually you feel, you've, I would feel comfortable like sitting with my legs off the edge of the cliff. Like yeah. by the second time doing it, coming back, like sitting there, your legs are you off get the edge used of the cliff and you feel much more comfortable than you did the first time. Have you seen those videos of like, like the crazy ass Russian people that are like yeah. up on buildings doing like yeah. insane? That, yeah, I don't know. Like there's <laughs> levels to this shit, right? Yeah. Like, Nikolai was telling me stories that he used to do that with Liam and Solomon. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Why did that not surprise? They used to climb like scaffoldings in like downtown and UBC oh. when they're like drunk and high. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hi, yeah. it's a miracle. It honestly, like the most is a dangerous. Combo yeah, it's honestly in the world, a miracle man. that like you ever have those people that you're like it's a miracle that you made it to 23 <laughs> like i am shocked like uh, there's a few people yeah. that i know that i'm just like damn like you're lucky like i've seen you do dumb shit like you could have gotten killed doing like three times like yeah. imagine the amount of stuff that you've done on your own time like yeah. oh my god yeah i try not to like i try not to do things just like out of fun or out of hobby that are like going to kill me right. or i i don't yeah but like i was thinking like i like boxing but i don't spar i don't fight so it's not like i'm really putting my brain too much in danger yeah i just feel like there's a, like life's gonna do that shit anyway <laughs> like you're gonna yeah. get having said that plant, planting is definitely dangerous yeah, like i was yeah, definitely sure. not ready for the amount of times that i almost catastrophically injured myself and it's it's so surprising how how few like like serious injuries come out of it like yeah you have like your classic injuries of like back and tendo yeah yeah like getting stabbed by sticks falling off logs yeah like it, it doesn't happen that much well yeah your instinct as much saves as you would you. think yeah your instinct saves you right yes, like yeah. it has to because there's that i mean we've all had that time where you just like you're on a log or whatever you slip off and you're just like ah! yeah. and then you like look and you're just like <laughs> Oh my god! Like there's a stick about to impale my asshole! Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like so many times! Yeah. Like, there's a guy my first year that um, I think it was on his like twentieth tree, thirtieth tree, like ever, like first day, at first day ever. Oh my god! To to dig a tree, you like get your shovel up really high in the air and you bring it down and you push it forward to open your hole. So basically, like, you bring it up really high, you try to get it as deep as possible into the ground, then you push it and upon pushing it there was a like a just a big stick like pointed stick coming out oh. and he basically took like a stick just absolutely through his knuckle like oh. into his i guess first if is that first knuckle second knuckle third knuckle i don't know no it's just you like these, these, are these are your knuckles, knuckles yeah. so joint yeah joint to knuckle like yeah straight through like huge it was probably like half a centimeter in diameter stick that was just oh absolutely shoved under that like through there like through the skin and Ugh. yeah he stayed around for i think it was his it was either his pointer or his middle finger and he stuck around for like a month trying to like rehab rehab and like get back into it but eventually his mom made him go home because his mom was like no 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 like your your finger's never going to be the same if you don't like properly yeah. get this taken care of yeah dude the hands hand yeah. like we're doing so much and our hands are wrists dude like 
such delicate yeah. things. Like, a, there's, like, 36 muscles in your hand, something ridiculous, like, in the hand. Not just, like, outside, like, connecting into it. They're delicate. Yeah. So delicate. So many little bones. And we're fucking this thing up so hard. Like, yeah. I think just, now, like, the last couple weeks, I, like, have gotten over, like, a, not tendo, but just, like, you, you get this, like, I just get, like, the a crazy pump. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That stiffness in my fingers, like. Like the claw, yeah. kind of still, still tiny bit, tiny bits of it are there, like going away, com- like basically. But yeah, it's just it's so much impact on your hands, yeah. just all the time. Yeah, and there's these things are like they're tough, but I don't think they're meant for just that. <laughs> Especially <laughs> rocky time. days. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So I remember oh, Keegan on that super rocky day. Oh yeah. Decided you, just to make like grunt as loud yeah, as he yeah, could yeah, yeah, every yeah. time he hit a rock. <laughs> Dude, we were going so ham that day. That was, and then no, you guys that, was the, r- that was the first day that me and Felix looked at each other and were like, oh, shit. Keegan's going to cut my ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got forced to replant. Yeah, and yeah. And we're like, shit, he really might ball us. He's going to ball us. Like, yeah. He just gave up. Yeah, and I remember that. we were that. so happy because John had to made him replant as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> That's the day I bowled. <laughs> yeah, that was, a fu- that was a good day. I remember. Yeah, that was that was a really good day. For me, I was the only one that. Or no, me and Emma were the only ones I didn't have to replant. Man, the adventures. Yeah, apparently, uh, I was looking because Keegs is in Victoria right now, so he he sent me a picture and like uh, uh, Jacob and Emma came to visit him. I don't know where they're nice. going, but they're on like a little tour of the island. Yeah. yeah, I ended up seeing uh, Mark the other day. Jessica, oh, yeah, you said like they stopped by yeah. for a day or something. Like, yeah, And I saw Charles and Isis. Yeah, so, yeah, that was cool. They run into <laughs> <laughs> see them there. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I got to take a, a quick a leak. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for a little pool. I feel like I'm inside of a podcast when I'm wearing headphones. Right? Yeah, yeah it sucks you in a lot more. Yeah. You want to put it back on? i try it without. i try it without. I, I'm curious. I, yeah. I'm usually locked in anyway, so. You want me to tell you some news? This is uh, breaking news. Okay, yeah. I just looked at my phone. It's not the best news. Do you know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is? No. She's a su- Supreme Court justice. So she is like, uh, like you know, Supreme Court, like nine yeah, yeah. judges decide little kinds of crazy decisions for American politics. Um, she died. She died. So that means that Trump is going to be wow, able to, to elect appoint really he a appoints Supreme the Supreme Court justice. Yeah, that's what the president can do. Dang. So basically, that oh, means that's not good. Yeah, Holy that's not shit. good. So that means that it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna now. I don't know what the majority is now. I think it's it might be majority Republican or it's like four four and one independent. But it'll now that means is that like the head the he, that's the head judge of the Supreme Court or uh, just one I don't of the know if it's it might be the chief it might be the chief justice. I don't know. Uh, Supreme Court justice. I don't think so. I think... I, I don't even know if they do that. Like, I don't know if there's a head. I guess there is. I don't know how the Supreme Court really yeah, works. I, I just know that, like, they are going to be the final deciders of, like, a lot of political decisions Damn. when it comes down to, like, judgments of, you know... Right and wrong. Right and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not good, dude. Shit. And, like, right... Yeah, man. Because their life, they're for life. Like, they're appointed for, for life. life. They don't have terms. Wow. Yeah. They're there. Yeah, they're that's stuck. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> so, having said that, what do you think? 
about the U.S. Uh, election. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, God, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get your vote? Do you do like a... Yeah, like I should get. You should get your absentee oh, ballot. Absentee it's not that. It's not that. I don't. I don't feel as motivated to. Uh, it's not that difficult to really do it anymore. Really, I don't know. Like I, I. Because you're Vermont, so it's just going to be Democrat. No, it's not even that. It's I. I don't know if I respect either of the the candidates. Which, I guess, I should vote for the lesser evil. But still, I. I, I don't know. I, I. The thing is, I. I feel like Joe Biden is just kind. Kind of like a he's just kind of an idiot like he just doesn't really know what's going on yeah like i think that he, i think he's like i think the policies and stuff that he would do for would be better mm-hmm. but i just i feel like donald trump is much more intelligent than he's joe more biden he's more with it like yeah. i don't think i think just like joe biden if you look at his speech like listen to his speeches like we i showed mm-hmm. you that video last time like if you haven't seen it People who are listening, go look up video just about Joe Biden hairy legs speech, <laughs> and you will like be shocked at like what you find because just he's just like he's up in front of a podium like talking in front of like a high school class or something. I don't even really know, but he just starts talking legitimate gibberish. Yeah, like it seems legitimate like he has dementia. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got something going, going on. on. Yeah. Something's definitely going yeah. on. So. Yeah, I agree. But then I guess so. Then it would just be like Kamala Harris is just going to be like the president. Which is like I don't really know much about her. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Politics. I, if it was Kamala Harris, I guess versus Donald Trump, I would. Yeah. Go her. I just I I just don't. He just doesn't seem with it enough for me to be like okay yeah I would I want this guy, and even then he's kind of he seems kind of creepy. He's, it's just yeah kind of weird not. Yeah. Yeah. Career politician too right like. So yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time. Uh, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I don't know if I'll even vote. Really probably isn't the best thing but yeah i i guess w- we could do a write-in what it, wow. no i don't know i don't know i i disagree with so much about donald trump mm-hmm. so much about him yeah but i the only thing would be that i think he's like much more with it than joe biden and yeah handling world affairs and all this stuff i feel like he might be better oh mm. uh, no i don't know if he would be better at it. he's a kind of kind of an asshole he's so. a cunt i don't know yeah i know I think uh, yeah, I think I he's know. probably not gonna win. Like I before the pandemic, Donald Trump. Yeah, before the pandemic, I was like, I was like, well, Biden like gets in, it's probably gonna be like a similar thing with what happened with him and and Hillary, like all of this stuff. Like people are gonna kind of say the similar things about Biden, career politician, like what's really gonna change status quo. But because of this weird ass time we put ourselves in with the pandemic, and like, I just think it's like the perfect storm. Like I think, and yeah. also I think. Yeah, I don't know. If he did win, I think there would be, like, chaos in the streets. Yeah. It's going to be so crazy, dude, because it's going to be mail-in. Or most, or a lot of it's going to be mail-in. So it's going to be, like, we're going to get the polls that come through all those results first. And then, like, the following week, all of these things are going to get tallied. And then we're going to actually know who the president is. Like, that's so fucking weird. Like, imagine we're just going to be in this weird limbo state for a while. And, like, Trump's just going to... ah. It's yeah. So strange. Yeah, I don't know. That's another thing I'm kind of skeptical with about the whole coronavirus. Like, I don't. Mm. It just. I feel like the there's timing some, of it. Th- there's some inner inner works going on that mm. I don't think are known to the public or yeah. myself or anybody. But I mean, it's definitely going to be something like 
it's it's interesting if you go back and like look at the Spanish flu kind of like reporting, it was so it was lost in like everything that was happening because it was like during World War One, so it was like basically lost in the in the mix of just like the chaos of the day because there was so much other shit to worry about. But now we're gonna have so much data on this, and like it's the sole thing that's like kind of captured the public's attention. Like we're not at war on a global yeah. scale anymore. So and politics have been just completely thrown yeah. out the roof too. I, yeah, I, I feel like for the most part. Yeah, it's just, it's just a sh- it's just a shit show. Like yeah. it's just shit show. It's I think we, we just fucked up so hard. With yeah, Bernie Sanders, man, I fucked up so hard. Yeah, ugh, again. But what can, what can you, you do? What can, yeah, you what do? can you do? As an individual, like that's that's. I don't like that part about because you can affect change, but you can't do it. It feels like you can't do it in a place that like really math, like when it really counts, you know what I mean? Like you can have a cause, you can like get people to rally around you. But when it comes to like making a systemic change, like I don't know how they, how do you do it? If they're going to give us fucking, Joe Biden or Donald Trump yeah. as a choice. I just don't. I didn't. I even. I would. I talked to my parents about it a, li- a little bit, and my parents are super bright people. But yeah, I they were they were even hedging more towards Joe Biden than yeah. Bernie Sanders, and I, I just couldn't wrap. Mm. I couldn't wrap my head around like my why. Dad, like my you, dad was you, also the same. Like he's, if you he's see both of them liberal, speak, if you see like w- what they're really trying to like set out and accomplish, and see like who is more motivated and has the set skill sets to actually do that and who's been like like we gotta love how bernie is like he's at least consistent right like he has been saying the same shit for like 30 years you know it's genuine like you know like this is what he really wants to do and he's going to try as hard as he can to really do this thing yeah totally Um, believes in in it but i don't i don't get why so many bright people like don't don't see, see that i guess i think maybe they see maybe they see biden as more of like a like a safe bet you know they're like oh he's like more middle like centrist like he'll probably get a lot more of the party like to vote for him yeah. he'll maybe get people from the right like yeah yeah i don't know man yeah yeah i'm not a huge like political no dude yeah. i don't think you can be like i i, I hate immersing myself in that world just because it's a all bullshit like yeah. they're all bullshit artists like more than any other industry like it's an industry right? yeah yeah i was i listened to these podcasts with my girlfriend called uh very presidential mm. and um <laughs> it's crazy they they go they have basically she this girl does an episode on um different presidents throughout time sort of like the scandals that have gone on in, in presidency and with different presidents and it, it's it's absolutely wild like jfk was like addicted to like crazy like opiates mm-hmm. and he was like very sick like throughout most of his term he had like he was like fucking his secretary and like had just like huge parties in the white house oh, with, yeah. like almost like prostitutes like, it's, it seems like a frat party almost like totally. the things that he was hosting dude yeah but so many of those things have gone on like for with like I don't know. She probably has like ten or fifteen presidents that she's done this yeah, with, and yeah. like really gone into like the, the scandals Deep. that have happened that nobody really knows about or nobody finds out about till till I, later. I think it would, it's become a it's a recent thing to be like to delve into like a politician's life and be like, look at this, like look at what they're doing, like you know, unearth these. Like before, I think we had more. I don't know. Like 
you know, old America was just like, ah, just like he let him run the country, like have do whatever you can mm-hmm. do. Just like, I don't like care. there's people like Lyndon B. Business. Johnson had like murdered his neighbor in a shootout. What? And then becomes like a war hero. And then is really, yeah. He murdered his neighbor. Yeah, what, in like, like a, a dispute, like, like a duel. A duel. Like, what? Like this Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Really? Yeah. yeah. But duel that was, that must've been like, what? The fifties. Yeah, that's Lyndon B. Johnson was, was president. It was like early, maybe even like 1890. No, because no, 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 no. Lyndon B. Johnson was president in the 60s, like 50s, 60s. Okay. Like right at the start, of, or when JFK got assassinated, LBJ came. Came in. Okay. Came yeah. in after. So. Yeah, but duel, straight up gun duel with his neighbor, killed his neighbor. <laughs> what the fuck? And then Jesus. ended up becoming like a big like war hero in like New Orleans from like protecting them from the British or. Uh, my history is absolute trash, but it doesn't sound like you're in the right time scale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the sixties, fifties. <laughs> I don't think English has been at war with America for a while. It was, uh, it was Lyndon B. Johnson, actually. Yeah, yeah. I know there's been uh, presidents that have dueled for sure, like fucking. Uh, this was before he was a president, though. This was like the okay. build up of him becoming becoming who he is. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yeah, man. I mean, like when you put people in power. Like, especially men, for whatever reason, I think, like, they just have this tendency to ex- exploit it. Like, yeah. use it for their own personal gain. Yeah. And it's like, what's it called? Like, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think we can ever escape from that for whatever reason. We got our... It's too ingrained in our, like, monkey brain that just, like, man with big rock, strong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just in there. Like, yeah. I don't think... Well, like we're gonna need a chip or something. We're gonna need some black mirror, Elon Musk type technology to like. Have you seen this? No. What he's doing, the neural link thing that he wants wants no. to make. No. Shit. Oh, dude, he's trying to create this neural. He calls it like a neural lace, which is like this like mesh shit that he would like have full of electrodes and just kind of like place over your brain. And like internal or external? Internal, like oh. take fucking your top of your head off and put this thing on. Or, like, input a chip somewhere, like, and then literally, like, have this little algorithm be up there and, like, kind of optimize your brain and you could, like, set it with all these functions. Yeah, so he's, like, putting it in, like, terms of, you know, like, we could solve, like, Alzheimer's, dementia, we could solve, you know, all these issues. But then you could also use it for, like, literally anything. Like, you you could augment your brain, you could change it. You look at like you know tens of generations down the line, like what the fuck, what the fuck are we gonna do to ourselves? I think it's gonna happen, man. I I, like seems that's the trend, right? Like we have fucking like we have these things like holding up my phone, like this thing is just gonna become more and more integrated, like you know. Yeah, I, it's I, not gonna go backwards. <laughs> I, I've told people about your whole uh, philosophy on the prosthetics and how you think that. Oh yeah, that is gonna be one of the next things. I think I, that's gonna be huge. I think like also, when you have, like, when I I read this book called Homo Deus, uh, which is like the second series, second book in a, sure, the second book in the series of um, uh, this book called Sapiens, which is also like an amazing book, and I've like. Man, I've fucking talked about Sapiens so many times, so many different people, but um, it's the same author, Yuval Harari. And you it's were reading that planting, yeah? Uh, no, I was reading 
thinking fast and slow, which is a different one. But um, in Homo Deus, he like looks at the future of kind of humanity and like where we could go. And basically he like takes this view of like, if we don't destroy ourselves, right? Like what is the inevitable like trajectory of human technological progression? And he has this crazy passage where he's talking about like, one day we're going to have, like, we will have Siri, right? Like, one day we're going to have a Siri that's so complex that is we're feeding it, like, biometric data. It knows our heart rate, blood pressure. Maybe it has an EEG. Like, maybe it can see electrical impulses. Like, what has all this information about you? Yeah. And just, like, how, what social media companies do where they, like, kind of create this, like, almost avatar of who they think you are and then target you with different advertisement. We're going to be doing that with like a virtual assistant, like a Siri, like where it's going to become like every single decision we make, we're going to like consult this thing. We're going to be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like Jennifer was like, like really cute. Like I thought she was like super into me. Like, I think like I'm going to ask her to the dance or whatever. Be like, actually looking at your biometric data, your heart rate increased 74% when you are with, like, Tabitha as opposed to Jessica. So our suggestion is that you ask Tabitha to the... Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, it, yeah, like, yeah, it just yeah. slowly pervades our decision-making and yeah. just becomes... Again, it becomes who we are. Yeah. Like I feel like it's already started to a, to a degree. Totally. Just with the input you get off of yeah. your, it is. your phone it is. or whatever. Yeah. Like, we're being... Whether we know it or not, we're being influenced by this shit. Yeah. Like, it's impossible to to escape. Yeah. Like that's why you should watch that movie. Yeah, you should really watch that. Yeah, movie. you'd like it a lot. I more. watched a, another one that was a very similar, or it sounds similar, called the uh, the Social Dilemma. I think it's called. I was seeing that. I saw that on Netflix. It's just on. It, yeah, it just came on. Yeah, Gorov was watching it, so we we sat down and started watching it. I thought it was really good. That it was like a, <coughs> they do it really well of like kind of like portraying how, like they they give you like a visual in kind of interpretation of, of like what I just said of like how these companies kind of create this version of who they think you are and then like feed you with all this shit. So they like keep building this avatar of like yeah. what they think you are just through your tech yeah. behavior. Oh, and then scary. once they know what, what they, what they think you are, then they can influence you based on. Yeah. And then they the are, and then they create, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they like poke and prod you and like, yeah, yeah man. I don't, I don't know. We definitely opened a bottle that this thing won't be able to go back inside. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're never going to be able to go back unless there's a massive event that wipes, ex- you know, humanity off the map. Yeah. We're going to always why, have something. That's why planting is refreshing. Totally, man. Three months without really yeah, using anything. Yeah, And I think, and like, like, part of the reason I think... Like, I feel more, like, anxious or angsty, like, now is also because I'm spending more time on screens. Yeah. Like, I'm just, you can't escape it. Like, yeah. I, I've, been, like, I've had to, like, before in the beginning, it was, it wasn't hard to, like, not look at my phone all day. Like, I, now I, I made, like, I have, I make a conscious decision to have it not be the first thing I look at in the morning. Yeah. Like, I will, like, I, I gotta go for a walk. I'm just not gonna look at it. And I go for a walk. I'm going to, like, maybe I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do some exercise. And then I'll, like, look at my thing. Because then you're just like, okay, I'm refreshed. I can put this down. But when it's that first thing, first input in the morning, like, you're just setting yourself up for failure, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I saw a phone um, 
on uh, Rogers the other day. Three dollars a month for a little uh, <laughs> flip phone. <laughs> yeah, you should get that, man. I actually think I will. Yeah, you yeah. should. Like that's all you need. Yeah. You just need someone to call you and text week. you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Maybe like, is it literally just like one of those yeah, old school like, ass? Yeah. I don't even know if it flips to the keyboard. It's just press Damn. the button. Yeah, that would be tough because then you just like you could press like L. You probably press like seven <laughs> for like like four times until you get an S or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, you should. Yeah, I might get it. I think yeah. it's the move. Like, I don't think. Why you don't but really oh need man, an iPhone? They just steal so much money from you. Even the phone bill. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, they get you. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you don't you don't need a phone really. I mean, you need a phone for yeah. that for calling yeah. and texting. Calling and texting. I think that's all. Yeah. That's all you really need. Yeah. And then at home computer, you can yeah. do everything else. I think that's the move. Yeah. yeah. But do you find yourself like? Are you on your computer? Like a like? Would you say you well, have it on control? If, if I if I had a phone, I think I'd use it way more five or six times as much yeah, as yeah. even if i use my computer a lot you just can't use it everywhere True. unless you're just sitting at home yeah 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 i think that's yeah that's a good uh, good move honestly yeah you don't because if you have some connection to the internet you don't really need it yeah 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 but yeah i was pretty stoked when i saw that <laughs> three bucks three bucks a month like it's a, move. It's a phone bill i can do <laughs> that's ridiculous yeah. they I probably get like i wonder who the majority of their uh <laughs> <laughs> their like consumers for that is like yeah. you're probably the first 20 year old that's yeah. like <laughs> it's like three or three dollar phone for this yeah. i ended up having like a 400 hundred dollar phone bill for for one month what how my second year that was last year i had a phone that was the last time i ever had a phone was because of that Four hundred a month. Our Wi-Fi went out at our house, so I had to just hotspot everything. Oh my god! And my data bill racked up like three hundred bucks. Jesus, dude, that's insane. I was so mad, man. I went, I went to um, the UBC like store, phone shop. Like pretty pissed, (laughs) (laughs) noticeably pissed. (laughs) The guy ended up just being like, you know what, man? Like, fuck it on your dad's name right like your dad lives in the u.s like they're not gonna find him like, really he just like, didn't pay like fuck it i'll just and end your line right here just say what a homie he just said like don't pay like, just like don't pay they're not gonna find out they're not gonna find you wow yeah nice so i got away with that I was, I was pretty <laughs> i came out of there pretty happy to be honest but, that's uh, amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's what ended my uh, my cell phone never around. single yeah. never a phone since then yeah well that's a probably still a pretty good lesson, yeah. I'd say. I also have I've broken yeah. like four or five iPhones. Yeah, I know. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> Your track record with technology is like quite incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know anyone that quite has the same i think they should just make a, a phone that also has your vape on it <laughs> but then i don't know man i lose my vape all the time too so. i don't know i, I lose everything i bet you just be mad you don't have a vape or a phone like it's double shit day yeah. like, <laughs> like that's fucked yeah wow yeah but yeah yeah i think it's pretty refreshing planting just Nobody Escape. has a phone. Nobody like you're just always in the now, right? Yeah. Nobody's seeing videos of any, anything. Nobody's totally. Snapchatting, posting. Like, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I just find like, yeah, my maybe my focus too, like, you know, coming here and even like I don't know if I have to like read looking at my resume or like doing shit that like I felt like I feel like I'm more restless, you know, now like I yeah. was able to much more able to focus single-mindedly on one thing when you only have one thing to do you know especially if it's a physical task like 
yeah it definitely has like recalibrated my mind of like what i want like i'm now able to also it's given me like incredible luxury of like not necessarily like have to find a job right now right like i got some time to like kind of chill yeah but i do i do want to like do shit like i I been filling my time by like this is why i wanted to have you here and like why i want to like kind of make this a regular thing just because i feel good when i'm making shit i feel good when When i'm doing shit when i'm productive right like i can't fuck off all the time so if i'm just trying to like if i do one productive thing a day like that's solid like yeah so i'm just trying to keep that ball rolling and it's been good yeah just kind of like recalibrate like what do i want what do i have like what skill sets do i have to offer people what can i do that will make me happy provide something like yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think good. yeah i think that's what i i was kind of like, i was telling you i had a dream last night about planting but I, I i think i was thinking about it too and just like the 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 state that you get in like the the difficulty of like that physical and mental state like once you're there and then like the rewards you get not from just like entering that state but from entering that state and continuing that state of like super strenuous like physical and mental like effort like keeping that state for like six hours eight hours ten hours in a day like the rewards you get yeah after that's done if Mm -hmm. you if you have like obtained something like that is yeah probably just like greater than one of the best feelings just about anything i've yeah i've had in my life totally dude like the yeah just like it's you kind of get it like i I try to draw parallels like to shit i've done already and like things that people can maybe like it's like it's kind of like the feeling you get like right after a super strenuous run or like uh like whatever you mean boxing or crazy workout but then you have also this like it hits another button because it's like actual productivity and it's hot it's even harder than like just yeah. physical exertion and you know? I, I find like in in the state itself too is very very mm-hmm. even like if you go on a run and you're having like a amazing run and you feel good and you feel in control of everything like yeah you get you could get that you can get that almost every day yeah planting just in the flow from going out and getting in this like crazy flow state yeah like insane like physical exercise and like mm-hmm. yeah you look like an idiot you're like just like pretty much running from, from yeah. tree to tree like not really giving a fuck about yeah, anything yeah. else like flailing grabbing spitting yeah. snotting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everything but like it's all about you in that in the in that time and like the yeah just like that that state that you've gotten into and it it's almost like subconscious you just you just keep going with it but totally I really like that state, and I was thinking about that in comparison to like is there any good runs I'd had? Yeah, is there any other thing you can do where that's like satisfied though in that same way? No, not nah, running running can get close, but it's 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 still different. Like mm-hmm. maybe long distance. The thing is, it's planting is just it's for like you're out there a planting marathon. for eight hours or ten hours a day. Which even if I went out today and ran a marathon, it would take me four hours probably. Right. Like, right. It's, it's not the same it, it's yeah it's it's just such a long period of time to to be in that state for and yeah. then you, the conditions and shit how your mood is when you wake up if you're felix or if you're yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like i 
I feel like I was pretty good at keeping like an e like a decent attitude. Like there towards the end, it was more like pulling teeth. But like throughout the year, I felt like I was decent at like because you just you, know, you just like you have to do it. Like yeah. it, and definitely like sports was something that like I clung yeah. to because yeah. it was like and it starts to like grasp. Ath- it, it, yeah, it, it tickles that athletic that like fantasy yeah. like or that athletic drive. Especially when you got people that are good around you, right? Yeah. Like our truck was pretty dope, so we were like, "Yeah, it just like it hit that button." And yeah. if you have that button or that you have that drive in you, I think like you're in you're in good standing for a, a successful career because like that's really all you need, you know? Like yeah. you, all you need is like a competent a competitive drive, <laughs> and then like you kind of figure out everything else. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I was thinking. Uh, I, I was talking to you a little bit about it too and during the season but just um like what what could you do to like prepare yourself for mm-hmm. for planting like what what kind of like workout could you make or mm-hmm. something like that and i had gotten back from this hike the last like three kilometers of the hike were just down this um kind of, kind of road but this like just hill the whole way and just like i think the closest thing would be would be to like find like the biggest hill you could possibly find and then tell somebody that they like doesn't matter like how fast you like get up it or how slow you get up it but you just you can't walk the whole time uh-huh. like, you have to like be in a, a in a running motion yeah, the whole time. yeah it doesn't matter like how fast you do it and find like a insane like this was probably like a 5k if that like maybe even more just hill pretty steep jesus hill. I, I think that would be like closer i was talking to you about yeah yeah making a workout that was just insanely hard trail running hill running at everybody after and being like okay now we're gonna do it again yeah 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 Yeah, totally totally i I, i'm gonna try and like uh yeah like prepare specific exercises for next season like i'm gonna do a i was thinking about this and like do it all make some instagram videos make some uh like because I yeah, it's not really uh, a sport that it's really it's actually really difficult to train for because you do need like a level of physical strength because you want injury prevention. Like if the more muscle musculature you have, at least like you'll you're kind of like reinforcing your joints a little bit, so right. you're not gonna run into like tendo. Which is why I think I didn't really get tendo or my lower back was pretty much fine. Like I didn't tweak it that much. I maybe had one day where I was kind of feeling it. But, like, knowing th- those problem areas. But, yeah, I think trail running, just egregious. And, like, just, like, oh, man. I, I Now it's going to be so interesting because I would literally be looking at a place and be like, can't actually go and plant that. <laughs> like, look at it. And then, like, you'd just be like, uh, this is it, man. Like, <laughs> like, this is what you got. Like. And I'd just be like, yeah, obviously, like, complaining, like, talking all this bullshit. Like, it's fucking terrible. Like, they don't care about <laughs> us. Like, they just want us to die here. But you just got to, like, suck it up and just fucking yeah. do it. Like, yeah. shut up and plant, right? Like, classic. Like, there's no real preparation. No. There's not, like, trial you might. I would be I would be psyched for next season, like, if I, if I was to get a crew, or even if I wasn't to get a crew, like, if we get all... The squad. The squad out, like, we should really do, like once a week for the like month leading up to it like, yeah we like should all runs. like get together and like i don't know, like 
drink a bunch of beer and like yeah, learn yeah. how to plant trees or <laughs> yeah. do just some ridiculous workout together and, yeah 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 i'm but, down for sure yeah. like mentally prepare yeah yeah, yeah. dude yeah it's gonna be wild <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited yeah. already yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well i think i mean we've probably been going for like an hour and a half two hours is there anything else burning in your mind you want to say to these people mm. another word a phrase a catchphrase Something you <laughs> think of planting, like uh, what was my favorite, my favorite catchphrase? I get her done, but I'm <laughs> gonna go out there and get her done. You know, if we're not getting her done, we we're just not getting her done. We gotta go out there, and we gotta get her done. That's how we get her done. Like one of them squirrels, fucking <laughs> <laughs> squirrels, so fucking quick. You get her done like a fucking squirrel. Squirrel speed, quick, fucking light speed. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs>